0: Welcome to the Sunderland Empire podcast, sponsored by Ambassador Theatre Group, a podcast that goes behind the scenes of one of the UK's biggest regional theatres, giving you the front row seat to the stars of the shows that visit, as well as the people who work tirelessly to keep the curtain up. My name's Robert Wilson-Baker. Come with me as we welcome you to the theatre we proudly call The West End of the North East so here we are another episode of the Sunderland Empire podcast thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for the love and support so far for episode one if you're brand new to the podcast we're sharing you all the things that happen in front behind and in between the curtains at the Sunderland Empire so go check out the first episode go give us a follow while you're at it as well but until then you're here for another episode my name is Robert and today we're looking into what goes on in a theatre. When there's no show happening whether it's during the day or when there's no show that week there's lots of things that are happening in the sun and empire that you may not know about and a lot of it involves outreach and participatory work so we're going to be speaking to steph who's a key part of the creative and learning department at the empire to discuss some of the things that are going on behind the scenes that you may not know about but you may want to get involved with plus we're going to be speaking to another member of the Sunderland Empire team that you may see on a regular basis. And he's one of the many faces you may see as you enter the Sunderland Empire as a customer experience member. So he'll be telling you a little bit about what he gets up to on a daily basis when he works front to house at one of the biggest theatres in the country. But since the last time we spoke, there's been so many exciting announcements about casting for the shows that have already been announced to the brand new shows that get announced. On a regular basis that are coming in 2023 including one which has just gone on sale now for probably the biggest show that is going to come to the and empire in 2023 what is that i hear you ask well let's sign out from the person who knows about all the news all the gossip about all these exciting announcements it's time to go speak to kate for this week's news so as ever with the news we are joined by comms manager Kate Patterson. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Back again. Episode two. Yes exciting stuff isn't it? Been very busy, been a very busy couple of weeks.
1: Yes as always we're getting into sort of that Christmassy time of year now so we've got lots of exciting stuff coming so it's all hands on deck. And lots
0: of things that are being announced that are perfect for Christmas presents. And the biggest announcement of them all, The Lion King.
1: Yes, The Lion King. So it's the first time it's been back since 2014. So 20, it's has it been, been that long? Eight years. Eight, eight years. And it was incredibly popular last time. We sold every single seat. Did you? Really? Yes, every seat. So it's going to be one of those ones that you know, it's a run, don't walk to get your tickets kind of kind of vibe because they will sell really, really fast. Because that's the thing with the Disney musicals because we had obviously Beauty and the Beast
0: at the beginning of this year and with shows like that, there's just one word to describe and that's Disney, well, T words I like, Disney magic.
1: Yes, it is. It's totally magical. It's always lovely to have Disney theatrical in the building. It's just a completely different kind of vibe it is it just transforms the theater into this magical place and the music's always gorgeous and yeah it's just it's just a wonderful thing to have and we are the only theater in the northeast that is getting the lion king as well so it is the destination to be at if you want to see this out of the west end because this is a
0: show of absolute magnitude like no other it's one of the biggest tory productions ever to touring i mean i'm looking at you know i love a statistic i absolutely (laughs) love them i mean in London alone, 16 million people have watched this yeah. since it opened in 1999. I, I mean, if that tells you something about the scale mm-hmm. of this, it's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, it's incredibly popular and it's actually been seen by 110 million people across the globe. So Wait, what, what? Say that again? 110 million people have seen it across the globe.
0: So And I hate to admit it, I'm not one of them. I really <laughs> am waiting to see it when it comes back. Yeah,
1: it, it is one of those ones, I think. It's a must-see, and people who've seen it before will also be coming back to see it because it is that sort of incredible.
0: And it helps the songs are... Just incredible. I mean, Elton John, Tim Rice, I mean, mm-hmm. some of the songs, I mean, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah. I just can't wait to be king. You know, those classics. Those
1: film classics. If you're a fan of the film music, you're going to absolutely love And it. one of my
0: favourite songs, uh, it's mentioned on the website, actually, Shadowland. It's mm. so haunting.
1: Oh, yeah, it really is. And it's such a lovely fusion of Western popular music and those sounds and rhythms of Africa as well. So it's kind of like that cultural... Mix
0: something that I didn't realize as well is the fact that you know this African infusion is embedded in not only the music in the cast you know it's a multinational cast mm. it's brilliant but one thing that I again I didn't realize until I came in this morning.
1: There's a Lion King mask
0: in the foyer.
1: Yes, there is. It's actually in the tower entrance. Is it really? So it's just as soon as you come in the door. Some of our customers who come in quite often might have seen it, but if not, keep an eye out for it. But yeah, we were given the Nola mask as a gift because we sold every single seat to every single performance last That's time. So brilliant. Yeah. It is amazing. So when's
0: that here from? Because it's here for quite a long period of time.
1: Yes, so we have it for seven weeks from Thursday, the 16th of March to Saturday, the 6th of May, 2023. And again, just
0: sort of to talk about the scale of it. I mean, the awards it's won. This is an award winning show. It's the first Disney musical to win a Tony Award. Judy Taymor, who created the costumes and also directed it one best director of a musical and it's the first female to do so
1: yes which is it's always incredible i know yeah
0: so that's here next year the 16th of march through to the 6th of May. now other big news mm. another big news story fresh off the press yes oh yes it is
1: <laughs> love the
0: reference <laughs> panto times big panto casting announcement
1: yes so we have gary lucy starring as Abenaza this year the panto baddie um, You may know him from Hollyoaks. He's been a long time. Hollyoaks soap star. I know star. Him from The Bill. Yes, The Bill. Big in The Bill. Um, Andy Stenders as well, actually. Yes, of course he did that. I keep forgetting that. He's also done Casualty. Kids may know him from The Dumping Ground, actually. Has he been on The Dumping recently, Ground? More recently, yes. Uh-huh. So if you're like a Tracy Beaker kind of Dumping Ground fan... The kids will know who he is from that as well. And he was last year with the full Monty. Yes, the full, you did that
0: for quite a while, touring. Yes, in, uh-huh. This is, this is like so his, that
1: was the last yeah. time he was actually in Sunderland with that tour. Was it really? Uh-huh. It's lovely to have him back. And he will be joining Tom Worley, who will be playing Wishy-Washy, and Miss Rory, our fabulous Panto Dame. <laughs>
0: the Queen of the North. Yes,
1: he was playing Widow Twanky.
0: Now, as much as I love Gary Lucy, I don't think it is a Sunderland Empire Panto without Tom. No, it's and not. It's really they've not. They've really f- sort of fermented themselves into being part of the Empire Panther over the last mm-hmm. couple of years, and I'm delighted. The back, I'm delighted. see Gary's going to be here, and it runs. From when to when?
1: So it runs from the 9th of December 2022 to the 2nd of January 2023.
0: Oh, it's so exciting. And it's always nice when, you know, you get close to Christmas and you start seeing the casting oh, announcements yeah. and then you get the panto press uh-huh. day and all that stuff. It just
1: really warms you up for Christmas. It keeps you feeling festive. And it's a lovely one for families to go and see with kids as well or just adults who like a really good laugh.
0: It will be an absolute hoot. So that's Aladdin with Gary Lucy, who's going to be playing Abenaza from the 9th of December until the 2nd of January, 2023. We're getting into 2023 already. I know,
1: it's moving fast, isn't it? <laughs> there's some great
0: stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks at the time of recording this because we've still got Book of Mormon to look forward mm. to. We've still got Lemus a some big shows still coming. I mean, Book of Mormon. I mean, I went away after the last time we spoke. I listened to some of those songs again.
1: They're just absolutely fantastic. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. If you're a fan of Avenue Q or if you've got children or if you love the film Frozen, you know that you're going to love the music. Don't bring the kids though. No, it's not a kid's one. It's not one for the kids, but you know how catchy those songs are. They're written by the same people. So you know that they're going to be stuck in your head for a very long time. And
0: that's going to be here 18th to the 29th of October. Mm. And then straight afterwards, literally the following week, Lameth Ravler, we talked about this last time. and There's been some big casting announcements since then. Mm -hmm. Because Lauren Drew, big famous name from musical theatre. She's Mm -hmm. been in Heavis, she's been in Six. She's going to be playing Fontaine, joining the cast in Sunderland. Uh
1: Yes, she joins here, so that's very, very exciting. It's an absolutely huge cast, as you can imagine. So yeah, it's totally going to storm the barricades of the Sunderland Empire. (laughs) It's going to be absolutely huge. I love a theatre reference. And that's (laughs) going to be here second to the
0: 19th of november kate as ever thank you so much
1: thank you very much
0: right it's time to look into what's going on in your empire your empire is where we look at what's going on in and around the and empire whether it be something exciting happening that week or something that's just going on that you need to know about you may not be aware of it as well which is always exciting to find some new things that are happening in and around The Sunderland Empire now, when there's no show in the theatre, whether it be during the week or on the odd day where there's nothing happening, or during the day when there's a show in nighttime, there's still lots of exciting things happening. Whether it be upstairs in the offices with all the team that are doing the marketing, all the box office stuff, or whether they're doing stuff backstage, doing a bit of maintenance, doing a bit of upkeep to make the building still sparkling and shining like it should be. But there's also a fantastic team of people who literally bring the empire into the community or bring the community into the empire in some occasions and they are called the creative learning department and they do some amazing project and work with a load of different people on promoting theater and also promoting the work that the empire does now earlier this week we caught up with the lovely Steph, who is the creative learning producer who works within the creative learning department and we talk a little bit about what sort of things does the Creative Learning Department do and why is it so important that the Creative Learning Department at the Sunderland Empire is going out and sharing all sorts of theatre magic with people in Sunderland and in the Northeast and beyond. Hello,
1: Steph.
2: Hello, lovely to be here. How are you doing? Are you alright? Yes, really good. Um I've just come over to see you because we've still got a really busy theatre today even though we're dark we have classes on this morning. We've got our lovely Movers in, which is a dance group for people aged 55 plus who are in doing some contemporary and ballet sessions in our dress circle bar.
0: That sounds like something that I actually would really (laughs) want to join in but I can't because I don't fit the age. But tell us a little bit about what the creative learning department does because it sort of sets a little bit on the label but there's more to it than just being creative and learning. So tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a funny one when I'm asked to describe what my job is, because like you say, we do so much. Broadly, what we do is all things relating to education within the theatre. So you're quite right. That's to do with groups, classes, workshops. We do Tours, private tours, public tours. We do a lot of outreach work. We work within local schools, education settings, out in the community, with the idea of promoting that really key message that theatre is for everyone. And what sits at our core values and beliefs is that we think everybody should have access to the theatre. And such a big, prestigious venue like the Sunderland Empire, we feel should be a place that everyone feels like they can go and belong and access in some kind of way.
0: And that's the great thing about the Empire, where as soon as you walk in the front door, when you come in to see a show, it's one of the friendliest theatres, you know, you've got lots of friendly faces. <laughs> but as you say, there's lots of things that you do to keep that sort of value. That it's one of, the, well, obviously it is one of the biggest theatres in the North. It's got that reputation and the work you do is so important. How important is it for outreach programmes, whether it be the tours, the classes, how important is that for sort of the continuity of theatre in society, I guess?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's everything, isn't it? If we don't reinvest into the next generations, then sadly we will see a decline in our audiences and people who go into working in this industry. So it's our responsibility as a creative learning team, but as well as a venue to really um, invest and take that time and find opportunities to bring people through our doors to Feel inspired to feel part of the wonderful world that that theatre is. We understand that as a big prestigious venue sitting in the heart of the city, that carries a really key responsibility. So we want to ensure that the legacy lives on. I think it's all of our responsibility to ensure that doors are opened um, and barriers are removed so that all walks of life can access theatre. We do a lot of work with that in mind. We have a creative generation programme, which is all to do with paving the way for young people to come and discover what kind of creative careers they are in the industry. I mean, I know growing up that um, my mum and dad were very much like, don't get a job in the theatre, you won't get paid anything and it'll be terrible for you. And I think that's just down to lack of education and awareness that actually there's so many amazing, well-paid jobs in the theatre that are really fulfilling, are really inspiring allow you to get up in the morning and not know what you're going to be going into and is really exciting. So we want to ensure that the next wave after us is there and we're ready to to really create a, a new workforce and a new audience for theater.
0: And yes you're so right when you talk about the sort of the lack of awareness of different jobs but not only within theater but within arts in general and every person that I meet when I talk about things on the podcast here, is someone different that does something different in theatre, in art. And it's so inspiring to see different people doing different things. And I like a little bit of a statistic if people don't know that. And I got this from when, obviously, we, we, we had theatre closed for a long time. And the, and the building was obviously shut for 500 days. And when the theatre reopened last year, since then, you've worked with 22,000 young people in the last year. <laughs> wow. That that's impressive. So how do you fit them all in? <laughs>
2: don't come at once and there's a range of different ways that we are engaging young people and you know because of covid because we really had to step into that digital world much more we're embracing the different reach that we can have now in terms of our online content and our online education resources so we did that through creating digital performances which were live streamed into classrooms so classes of young people who were unable to come to our venue could still feel connected to our work we did a big sing event in partnership with the Sunderland Music Hub which was all around getting young people singing in the classrooms. I was dressed as a ridiculous elf. It lives on YouTube still, <laughs> and one of my more finer moments in this job. And we we promoted singing and well-being and joy and made young people still feel that they had that Christmas offer, which again had a huge reach across the city and beyond, as well as opening our doors to schools who could come along to do workshops, tours, and classes. And yeah, that figure still blows me away. That was twenty-two thousand young people that that were connected to the Sunderland Empire.
0: And that is 22,000 people that are hopefully going to be inspired to continue going to theatre or pursue theatre, which is it's quite exciting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really key for those young people to feel a relationship with us and what we do we're really fortunate that culture is thriving in Sunderland and um, there's so many exciting things that are happening for young people and we just feel yeah really strongly that theatre should sit strongly among that we want young people to feel inspired you know that magic of coming to the theatre for the first time um it's just, it's just unbeatable. We want to make sure that this generation, who've been through so much and have had these opportunities removed from their lives for such a long time, can come and feel excited.
0: That is Steph, who is a creative learning producer within the creative learning department at the Sunderland Empire, talking about all the projects that happen and why it is so important for theatres and the creative learning department to be doing this outreach work to protect the audiences of the future and we'll be hearing a little bit more from steph later on about some of the projects that are happening between now and the end of 2022 and as well as something called a relaxed performance which most people might not have heard of but it's so important to bring in a different type of audience to the sun and empires and we'll be hearing a little bit more about that as we go on but right now it is time for weird side story and this is where we look at the different people who work behind the scenes at the Sun and Empire and all the wonderful things that they do, whether it's at box office, whether it's behind the scenes doing all the lights, the scenery, the costumes, whether it's the people in marketing. There's so many people who work tirelessly to keep the curtain up at the west end of the northeast and this week we're going front of house. We're going to go speak to Andy who is a customer experience member of the front of house team and he deals with a whole range of things that I could tell you, but that would just be boring. So let's hear it from Andy's words about what he does and what his first experiences were of a Sun and Empire in something that we call Andy's Wearside Story.
3: Hi, my name's Andy Oliver, and I work at the Empire as a customer experience member. As part of my job, well, it's it, it, quite a few different things, really. You never know what you're going to be doing when you come in for a shift. You could be working on the door, scanning people's tickets, you could be uh, supervising the auditorium, showing people to their seats, doing programmes, serving ice creams, making sure everybody's all right, making sure everybody's seated correctly. You could be working behind the bar or you could uh, you could even be working in the VIP lounge and taking care of the guests in the VIP lounge. So you, you never know what you're gonna be doing until you get here. A typical day in a job, get to the stage door, which is always very exciting, and you sign in, you have a look at your rota, and the rotor generally tells you where you're going to be working for that shift and that's where you'll predominantly be for that shift and then uh, i normally get here about 10 minutes quarter of an hour before my shift starts just to make sure i'm all ready to go and if i'm in the auditorium i have my torch and things like that you know and a pen and then you just uh, you go off to your place where you're going to work where you're going to start work in the theatre my first experience in the southern empire is a long time ago I came to see Some Like It Hot with Tommy Steele, my mum and dad brought us, which is a, oh, I can't even remember when it was, it was when I was a kid. And then 10 years after that, I did my first show here, the local operatic society, South Shields. We did West Side Story here, which was amazing. And then I did Oklahoma and a few other shows after that here. Yeah, so that's my first show, seeing it, and my first show actually being actually on stage here. I love working at the Sun Empire. It does help if you like theatre, I think it does help if you like shows, if you've got it in your blood, you know, if, if you are a performer or if you just love musicals and, and performances and shows. But you know what? It's it's just a great place to work. I've worked in a lot of places very similar to this in media and, and entertainment. And this is probably the only place where I've worked where everybody's really nice. The management are so supportive. They're always asking if you're all right. They're checking if you're all right all the time. Um, and everybody just gets on, which is great for this environment. The three words I would use to describe the Sunland Empire is magical, rewarding and fulfilling.
0: That was Andy, who is a member of the customer experience team at the Sunland Empire. That friendly face you see as soon as you walk through the door. And if you're ever at the Sunderland Empire and you see someone like Andy or many of his colleagues, because it's a full team who you make your theatre experience wonderful. Just give them a smile because they will smile back at you, trust me. Right, let's talk more about the creative learning department, which is a fantastic department that works tirelessly to bring theatre to the community of Sunderland, the North East and beyond, as well as bringing the community to the theatre. And earlier we spoke to creative learning producer, Steph, who's got some exciting projects she's currently working on with lots of different people in the community of Sunderland. But there is some fantastic projects that are happening that you can come to the theatre to do up until the new year and there's something that's happening in december during the pantomime run of aladdin that involves something to do with a relaxed performance so here is what happened when i spoke to steph earlier this week about what a relaxed performance is and why it is so important to have lots of different people who may not be able to attend a mainstream performance experience the magic of live theater So, Steph, one of the other things that you do as part of creative learning, which I I think is brilliant that there is an avenue for this to happen, is relaxed performances. I love the concept of relaxed performance. I think it's just making theatre accessible to people who want to come to theatre but may not be able to sort of sit through what we call a mainstream performance. So tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah, well, I know that you love a statistic.
0: I do love a statistic. Um, So
2: what I discovered when I started working here was that Sunderland Empire was the first theatre to offer a relaxed performance of our pantomime which I think is something to be really proud of. Um, Relaxed performances are now something that we see much more often, and hallelujah, it's so fantastic that we do that. But some of the key things that you might notice if you were to attend a relaxed performance is that just kind of minor adjustments have been made to ensure, like you say, all audiences feel comfortable and feel able to enjoy the show with some of those things that may um, unsettle them slightly removed. For example, we keep the house lights up so that we're not sitting in the darkness. There is the opportunity to come in and out of the auditorium if anybody needs a break from the show. Something that we do in the pantomime is that the cast come on stage with the house lights up. They introduce themselves, their actual names, and tell the audience who they will then be playing. So for any participants who might have autism or other learning difficulties, they understand that what they're watching isn't real necessarily that it is actors playing these characters and that can help them relax and enjoy the show especially
0: with the baddie i always find yeah. <laughs> with the baddie even with an like like a, your normal mainstream pantomime performance sometimes the baddie can really not purposefully scare people but you know if they're doing a good job then they believe <laughs> that
2: yeah absolutely and they come on with the smoke and the bangs and the crack of thunder and that's quite scary actually isn't it especially if you've not been to the theatre before and you're wondering um, what's going on and he's this terrifying person so we try and remove some of those things that we think actually people with some of those sensory issues may not respond well to to ensure that they can enjoy panto as they should just as we're all able to
0: and am i right in thinking there is a little sort of breakout space that they can sort of go to if they do become a little bit overwhelmed with the atmosphere then they can sort of come and go as they as they please
2: so the concept of a relaxed performance has really been filtered out across the venue so our fantastic front of house team support anyone who needs a break to come down to our ambassador lounge which for relaxed performances is turned into a bit of a chill out breakout space where there's the opportunity to just do some light activities, maybe they just want to color in, maybe they just want to have some quiet. We have some sensory stimulating toys there so that people of all ages can come and have a bit of a rest and then go back in when they feel ready. And our teams in there stuff and that to ensure everybody's happy.
0: It's so exciting when people can go to the theater for the first time and Panther gives that opportunity but now that having that safe space to do it i think it's just brilliant and aladdin this christmas has got a relaxed performance on the 27th of december
2: yes that's right and every year we just see the popularity in these grow we get lovely feedback from families who'll say you know i've never been able to have this experience with my family but thanks to this relaxed performance we feel like we're welcome and that this is for us and that's just invaluable that's exactly why we do
0: it it's magical and i generally do hope people get to experience that on the 27th of december just before we sort of finish up this i want to talk a little bit about some of the other things that you're offering between now and sort of the end of the year because there's all sorts of lovely projects you've got going you mentioned earlier about your your movers class and you're sort of targeting different areas of life so rather than it just being oh, for for people that are at school you've got the other 55s you've got people that again, wouldn't necessarily come to theatre. So tell us a little bit more about what sort of things are going to be happening between now and the end of the year.
2: Yeah, so we've got a real variety. Our weekly programme, like you say, we try to, have something for everybody so on a monday we have a theater group called connect company which is for adults with learning difficulties over the age of 18 they're working on a devised piece of theater inspired by the wizard of oz dreamy and our goal is to take that out on a mini tour around some local and um, special educational needs schools Because they really want to be those role models for those younger people and say, look what we can achieve. You know, nothing is holding us back um, because of our disabilities. And on a Monday evening, we have a youth theatre called Curious Connections, which is for young people aged 13 to 18 who um, are on the autism spectrum. They are working on a new piece of theatre, which they'll be performing in spring. We've got our movers class, fabulous bunch of um, over 55s. Do ballet and contemporary, um, and we also have a community choir which meets on a Friday afternoon. They're working on some Christmas repertoire already. It's never too early to get those jingle bells out, and they're going to be doing um, a performance for our panel audience. Actually, um, we transform our ta- tower entrance into a bit of a performance space for some of our shows, so that as our audiences arrive, our wonderful community chorus will be singing them in. That'll be lovely. And on a Sunday, we've got the Sunderland Empire Academy, which is a musical theatre academy. ...for young people aged 8 up to 18. Um, They're working on all of their repertoire... Um, because we're going to have a big showcase in January. So all of our weekly programme, all of that goodness that I've just talked about, they will be performing as part of um, a showcase on our stage because we really thought it's about time that they get their chance to shine, especially after the last couple of years where our groups have been on and off and online and in person. So we wanted to have a big celebration. So we've got that to look forward to in the new year. So everyone's working really hard. It sounds like
0: (laughs) an absolute amazing spectrum of amazing things happening and if people are sort of listening and want to get involved in little bits and pieces where can they find more information
2: they just need to get in touch with us they can send us an email Sunderland Education at theambassadors.com and we have all of our weekly classes online on our um, atg tickets website All you need to do is go on atgtickets.com and you'll be able to search for Sunderland Empire and you'll see the range of things that we've got going on there.
0: So many exciting things happening between now and christmas and then beyond steph thank you so much
2: oh it's been lovely to speak to you thank you for having me
0: a big thank you to steph durkin who is the creative learning producer for the creative learning team here at the and empire talking about all things to do with the pantomime relaxed performance that's gonna be happening this year for aladdin on the 27th of december at 5pm and all the wonderful exciting projects that are going to be happening between now the end of the year and beyond here at the empire as well as within the community now if you spot something that you sort of go oh i like the sound of that or you want more information as with anything you hear on the news you can go to atgtickets.com forward slash empire to get more information and don't forget you can book your tickets now for lion king the tickets are now on sale and they are guaranteed to sell out so do not miss out go them because it's going to be one of the biggest if not the biggest, show of 2023 to see at the sun and empire and that's it for us for another episode of the sun and empire podcast the podcast for the west end of the north east thank you so much for joining us we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more insight to what goes on behind in front and in between the curtains on one of the biggest theaters in the uk so until then we'll see you soon You've been listening to an episode of the Sunderland Empire podcast, hosted and produced by Robert Wilson Baker. This series has been sponsored by Ambassador Theatre Group, and you can get more information on the shows and events coming to the Sunderland Empire by going to atgtickets.com forward slash Sunderland hyphen empire.